Hey guys, this is Tracy from Deep Derailments. Thank you for tuning into our show. I just wanted to make sure right up front before you got into the episode that we put a little trigger warning right at the beginning of the episode for anyone who has ever either had a miscarriage or has dealt with a significant loss in that way or if you just do not want to hear the topic discussed. It is discussed at the beginning of the episode, so if you'd like to skip ahead and not participate in that conversation, please go ahead and and hit forward just a few times to skip past it. It should be in the first 10 or 15 minutes of the show, and I do make sure to announce that I'm about to talk about it. So if you don't want to hear that conversation, it's completely understandable. Please just go ahead and skip it and make sure to always protect your hearts and protect your minds. And if you ever need support, please reach out. Okay. Thank you. All right. Hi, this is Tracy. Hi, this is Megan. Hi, this is Michelle. And that, that didn't sound like me. <laughs> and no, this is deep derailment. <sighs> we tried. We tried to be professional. Hi, welcome everybody Off back to. Um, I think episode eight of deep derailments. I think we could probably stop doing episodes. Maybe after episode ten, I'm gonna stop counting how many episodes this is. But um, welcome back. We're excited to be here. I think our last episode was some pretty great sound quality. So um, the feedback we got was really, really good. And I'm excited to be here. How are you guys doing? Wonderful. Actually, the feedback was it wasn't utter trash. Yeah. Unlike the first nine, wait, eight, seven, six, whatever. I don't know. Where are we? Who are we? What's happening? We are Um, derailments, baby. (laughs) There, that sounded more like me. Okay. Casual. Um, Yeah. Every, I think everybody's good. Megs, you good? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, nothing new here. What's Has everybody? Halloween, you know. Yes. Um, what's everybody drinking tonight? Because I, I have a treat. Meg- I, uh, I have a nice glass of unoaked Chardonnay from the Cooper's Hawk. Ooh, um, Hawk. Because I have no red wine in my house. So it's truly the only reason. A- that's a derailment in and of itself. You drinking white wine. It's weird to Absolutely. see. Yeah. yeah. What's happening? Like, are you even my friend? I know. It's why. I mean, I like I like a good glass of white wine in the summer, like a really cold glass of white wine. But, you know, it was snowing. I I know. It was devastatingly snowing today. I hated oh, it. I disagree. I was so happy when I woke up and I saw the snow. I was like, here we are. It's my dream. I love the winter. Sunset and early, baby. Let's do it. You like the sun setting early? Yes, I'm very Scandinavian, okay? It's in my blood. No, I it's all bad. Thank you, know. Megan. Wait, is it really in your blood? No, it is not. <laughs> is that the saddest you've ever been in your life, that you're not actually Scandinavian? Yes, it's devastating. I'm hoping that my parents will tell me that I was adopted one day. <laughs> I, no, I met your parents. You're definitely not adopted. 100%. <laughs> Are they the exact same? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could, yes, yes, that's all I gotta say. 
they might be louder. I don't know. I sadly did not get to meet your parents, but how did Megan, how did you get to meet Michelle's parents? What happened? Wait, we got wow. derailed. I'm drinking oh. this red oh, wine from TJ's. <laughs> I'm so excited to show you. I brought the bottle. What is it? It's called Santis de Dai. It's a Syrah uh, Garnacha. Oh, yum. Uh, blend from Spain. And it's like in this really pretty bottle. It's from Trader Joe's. It's $10 and it's nice and delicious. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. On with the, on with my lovely well, Halloween I mean, party we I were going to talk about. Megan, are you drinking anything special or no? Uh, no, I'm just like drinking some hot tea. That's great. Oh, you know what? It's in like a, a Halloween cup with a cat wearing a witch hat. So I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> I did see the cup. That's why I asked originally. I was like, that's a sick cup. It's are a good you, cup. Meg, are you ready to let go of spooky, scary season? Or are you pretty sad about it? No, um, I think that is actually in my DNA. So probably regardless of the season and the time of year, when we're doing this, I'm probably just going to keep being spooky. <laughs> I think that's fine. I think okay, that's fair. <laughs> we should do it. All right, cool. I think even if you said, I think I'm going to try to not be spooky scary, I think that like it would just organically come out of your bones and like out of your body. There's just no way that that could ever happen. So I think it's fine. (laughs) That's a fair assessment. (laughs) Just like me in Scandinavia. Yep. Just (laughs) like that. Yep. Yep. You're right. Whatever. It's true. Um, can I bring up my sad thing that happened to me just because I think it's important to talk about and I kind of want to talk about it to like get it off my chest a little bit. Are you guys okay with that? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I just think, um, so I recently had a miscarriage um, and it's very sad and it's very um, awful. Um, But I have been doing a lot of reading about it um, because you kind of want to like try to make sense of things when stuff like this happens. And um, it's so it's so much more common than even I ever knew. And I feel like I had a pretty good idea about it beforehand. Um, And when I, you know, told people that I love, including you guys and just, you know, big, big fucking thank you for how um, supportive both of you were during all of this. It's just been, um, you've been the the absolute best, Um, but it's so, uh, it's so much more common than I think anybody Um, ever talks about or knows about and I think there's so much like shame around it for some awful weird reason which is why I want to talk about it Um, not to like bring the pod down or you know bring up a sad topic but um, just for anybody who's listening who doesn't know me um, or doesn't know us or anything you know if it happened to you if um, you've experienced it ever in your life you know I'm so sorry it's the worst thing I can't I don't know that I can think of anything worse but um 2023 has been a fucking banner year for, for me over here. Um, so I'm hoping that whatever this message is, whether it's just, I love you and I support you. And I'm so sorry if this has happened to you. And I'm so sorry this happened to me. Um, you know, just, you have a, a friend here in the deep derailments pod that you can talk to, um, that you can message and know you're not alone and know that you'll figure out a way through it, whatever that looks like. So um, it's been a shitty week. It's been a shitty year. It's been a wonderful year too, but it's had some pretty low lows. Um, so just wanted to, you know, 
put that out there and make sure that other people knew that other people were here if it was needed. Well put, Trace. We love you. I'm so sorry that happened. I'm sorry that I'm talking to you over Zoom right now. I can't hug you. (laughs) I know. I've turned you into a hugger, which is a nightmare for you. (laughs) I actually hated myself while I said it out loud, but I did. And I was like, oh, why did she make me like this? I know. I, I'm really, I'm very proud of myself for getting through that without crying, but um, I, I was feel like, <laughs> I know. I I think I've cried a lot of my tears that I needed to cry. Um, and again, I think that in learning from um, just friends and people who've been through it, it's, you know, it's not forever. The pain is not forever. It's just for now, or maybe it is a little bit forever and that's okay too, you know? So um, kind of just being with my self and my feelings and understanding it um, and being able to just like move through it in the way that I can has been good. So again, if anybody has gone through it and needs support, um, I know we're just like three strangers on the internet (laughs) or maybe friends in real life, um, but we're, you know, be happy to listen um, and happy to support. So yeah, thanks again. And anybody else out there who listens, who knows me, who's been supportive, I love you. You're the best. And I couldn't have done it without anybody. talking me through some bad times so yeah isn't it crazy how we literally work with like the best coworkers in the whole world yeah it's pretty wild actually i feel like we have an awesome group of people shout out to our coworkers. i'm not gonna yeah. say rework but shout out to our coworkers. <laughs> like i feel like when i'm on vacation i'm like oh i can't wait to tell like x y and z like all my people at work about this and then i'm like oh my god like I missed being at work because I missed talking when I was in Norway for two weeks. I was like, I got to get home. All my friends at work. I need to talk to them. I didn't want to be at work. Just talk to my friends at work. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. It was tough having you gone for that long. That sucked. Yeah. Well, let's never do it again. When, I'll just take well, it. Away. Yeah, no. <laughs> but the, the part that sucked the most was that we couldn't fuck with your desk because you would be so sad when you got home. <laughs> yeah. Turns out Michelle is real sensitive about and particular about her desk. We like to do pranks at work and um, kind of fuck up people's desks a little bit. Turns out Michelle almost unfriended me in <laughs> real life um, because true. I moved her pictures a few inches. So uh, I, noted. Just- it takes so long to get them perfect and then they're and they were they were off enough that it was obvious they were off but not enough like just a little bit it was so infuriating than if they were just actually in the wrong spot these bitches they put fucking birds and jolly ranchers on my desk two of the what's wrong with that two of the most wonderful things on the planet Lord, we are the worst. I screamed. You guys hid those fucking birds, feathers <laughs> everywhere in my goddamn Keurig. Like, you guys went balls in to the wall. The sleeves <laughs> of your jacket. Yeah. In the pockets. <laughs> awful. I mean, I think I'm still finding those feathers. Probably. And you will for years to come, my love. Yeah. And sometimes I put some new ones in there just for fun. <laughs> just for funsies. You guys are the worst. <laughs> Sorry for being the worst and leaving you beautiful treasures at your desk. Sentimental n- mementos of me. That's what I'm leaving for you. Oh, All right. Well, fuck so it. Funny. Let's just start talking about shit tonight. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who's the first topic? 
I am. I'm the first topic. I'm super pumped. I can't wait. And, um, so, so, okay. I have been, I've been like going back and forth and trying to think about like what I'm going to do and what I'm going to say and what I'm going to talk about for like a week now. Um, and I started looking up some information on this guy that I just thought would be really interesting. He's like pretty incredible. He's like this elite athlete. Um, and I just started learning about him and, you know, I, I swear to God, if this is about cast. Alex Honnold, I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to talk about Alex Honnold. <laughs> <laughs> so he's okay. So oh, Alex, is this about Alex Honnold? So Alex Honnold is an American rock climber. <laughs> And he is the star of the movie Free Solo. Berkey, I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> doing Alex Honnold. I've been planning this for like a week. <laughs> I, we I'm both. glad you're not going to do it because I'm glad you're not going to do it because I feel like you wouldn't get it right. <laughs> I'd be like, actually, though, actually, this would be I worse know. than Helen Keller. Yes, this would be worse than me doing Louis Pasteur, but I was actually going to read um, his birthday wrong. Do you know his birthday? Um, I don't think I actually know his birthday. Okay. I was going to say his birthday wrong and then see if you could, if you were going to like have a panic attack about that. Um, yeah. But no, he is yours, Berkey. He's only yours. <laughs> I would never do that to you. I'm sorry that I even joked about it. I'm not um, sorry. That was I got so excited that we were going to get to talk about him. Okay, Dude, you well, got I'm, mad. I watched you get mad. I was were, really psyched. I was so ex- I just wanted to talk about Alex Honnold so bad. You were actually psyched. You weren't mad. No, I was so excited. Well, I was going to talk over you the whole time, but I was excited about it. So I kind of. So I'm not going to lie. I kind of was like, I'm going to do this and then make her. Like, I'm going to find a way to like mute her on this Zoom call. <laughs> I would be so mad about that. I would be mad about that. <laughs> Okay, so I'm actually today and my topic's going to be kind of long and I it might sound boring when I first tell you what I'm going to be talking about, but um, I'm pretty pumped about it. So um, I am I am going to be talking about a majestic creature, um, one of the most majestic creatures on Earth, the orca or killer whales. Um, so it's I'm I so want to psyched. I'm psyched. Yeah. So I was researching this last night for like probably three hours. I was, I watched the whole movie Pride and Prejudice while watching this or while researching this. Um, and I couldn't stop. And I honestly oh, could go. Why on. were you watching Pride and Prejudice? Because it's on Netflix and it's going to be gone soon. So I thought I would just like slip it in. Plus like Mr. Darcy, when they're talking in the rain with to Elizabeth, I just can't like, I just, ugh, he's so fucking hot. Like get Wait, out of here. So Pride and Prejudice has nothing to do with orcas. Absolutely not. I just watched <laughs> it last night. And then Phil, <laughs> Megan, <laughs> Phil asked like the exact same question. He was like, what's happening here? What are we, what are we doing? <laughs> so, um, right. it's pretty funny. Okay. So, um, oh, and then I have a joke. Uh, shout out to my friend, Mary, for this joke. Um, and Berkey, you've already heard this. Megan, I think you might have too, but I'm going to say it to everybody. So, um, what do you call a whale with no underpants? Uh, Remember, we're talking about orcas. A sperm whale? I don't think I, of the night. I like I like where your head's going. No, it's okay, I'll just say it. Free Willy. Yes. A free Willy. Uh, oh, that's good. It's a shit. good joke. It's a good that's joke. Good. It's good shit. Okay. Um, 
so this is kind of long. I'm going to try to get through it as fast as I can. Um, but also I could have gone on for 12 hours about orcas. There is so much to know about them. That's unbelievable, but I will not do that. So um, I just have to cite a couple sources because I did get a lot of information that was like theoretically copy and pasted. So um, southernresidentorcarecovery.com, National Geographic, whales.org, and our good old friend Wikipedia. Um, okay, so just going to go through some stats. Um, the common name is orca or killer whale. Their scientific name is Orsinus orca. Um, they are mammals. Their diet um, they are carn uh, a carnivore, um, which again, I don't know why that is surprising to me because I think I think of whales and I think of them like eating the krill through their little teeth. But no, these are like fucking carnivores. They like to eat literally everything in the ocean and sometimes people um, when they are in <laughs> for real, uh, like not in the wild, but we'll talk about some people um, that got killed uh, for uh, uh, by um, orcas in captivity. Um, Did and they like, deserve it though? What? Did they deserve it though? We'll talk about that. We'll uh -huh. talk about my feelings and thoughts on if they deserved it. Um, okay. Um, when they live, so they live in um, a group and that group name is called a pod, um, which I think like cute. We're like a pod, right? So cute. Hey. Um, hey we can call ourselves the orcas. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's against it. All right. For communication, Wait, they... I got this book. Yeah. And it's called A Charm of Goldfinches. And every page is about groups of animals and, like, um, <clears throat> what they're called. So I'm going to look up in here and see if whales are in here. Okay, cool. Oh. Please do. I was wow, wondering was... where that was going. I was like, there's bugs on that book. Yeah, no, they're crazy. birds. It's birds, Megan, birds. Oh, even worse. <laughs> Um, all right. So for communication, they use echolocation. Um, they are found in every ocean. So it's not just one ocean. They're found in every single ocean. Um, their average lifespan is 50 to 80 years. And I don't know why that's so shocking to me um, because they are mammals and we are mammals. Um, so they can live as long as we can live. Um, but I just don't know why something about like an 80 year old whale makes me like really, really happy. Like it just brings me delight to think of like an old grandma whale with like glasses and like no teeth. And she's like knitting. I just think that's so cute. Yeah. That is. That. Yeah. Like an, a grandma whale, like totally. Yeah, do you yeah. think they yeah. still are murderous killers when they're grandmas too, or do they grow out of it? I think they are. I actually yeah, think, I think that so they are crazy up until the day they die um okay get this so they are almost as long as a school bus wait they can be from 23 to 32 feet long okay we have a we have the page open mine's the mine says it's a school of whales well so orcas though specifically oh, are called okay. a pod they're um, better than everybody else so they are technically um <laughs> and we'll learn about why they are um cool okay so 23 to 32 feet long which like imagine seeing that in person or like being in the water and a 32 foot bus pulls up next to you and like looks you in your fucking eye get out of here absolutely not you anyway swallow you whole what they could swallow you whole. Well, 
so they can because well, I was joking of their jaw. Their jaw like unhinges extra more than other whales because so that they can like swallow things whole. It's crazy. Um, okay, for weight they can be four to eleven tons. Damn. Four to 11 tons. I cannot fathom that. Like, it's so big, my brain can't even fathom it. Um, okay, so those are kind of their stats. Um, and we're going to get into just a little bit about them. Okay, so orcas, otherwise known as killer whales, which we'll talk about why in a minute, um, are the largest of the group of dolphins. So I didn't know this, um, that dolphins are whales. So, like, whales... All, so it's kind of like the um, squares rectangles theory. Like all, all rectangles rectangles are squares, but not all squares are rectangles. So like all dolphins are whales, but not all whales are dolphins. But orcas are the largest of the dolphin family. Isn't that nuts? Wait That's a like minute. A, I've never heard of that in my whole life. This, I know. This is making a lot of sense now in the book. Because if you turn to the next page, it says a pod of dolphins. There Dang. you go. Um, there you have it. Yeah. So I'm going to have to it. post this book. <laughs> I love this book. It's great. I'm going to have to source this book in my in my sourcing. Um, a charm so of goldfinches. I thought called. that was so incredible because I went to the zoo like 17 times a week when I was a kid. Um, and I don't know that I ever was told that, that like, but I, I mean, I also don't think I saw a whale ever, but I just, I still thought that like, that was really crazy that they are like in the dolphin family. I thought that was pretty wild. Um, so, um, yeah, Sorry. Michelle. Only killer whales are dolphins. The rest of the whales are whales. I'm not going to speak to that with Theoretically. any certainty. I'm just going to say that Orca whales are the largest dolphins in the sea. So, so like, like they are part of the dolphin family, like subspecies of whales, but they are, but I, I don't know if other whales are also like a beluga whale might be in the so dolphin family, but I don't know that because I did not study belugas. Tonight. Are we calling killer whales the wrong species? Cause they're not whales. No, so again, dolphins are whales. They are not, in uh, the whale family. But not all whales are dolphins. Correct. Okay, sorry. I got lost. It's okay. okay. Are we good? Yeah. Do you no. feel comfortable with the dolphin whale theory? I just feel like this is blowing my mind, so it's like really difficult. I know. It actually, I like out loud wanted to talk to my husband about 90% of what I was going to talk about. And he was like, I listened to your podcast. Just let me listen. I was like, oh, I have so much to say. Um, Spoiler alert you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So um, they are of the cetacean order of sea animals, um, which again encompasses dolphins, porpoises, and what we think of as whales. Um, And that word is derived from the Greek word for whale or sea monster which is like so funny and you think of like ursula and like all those things rar rar okay another thing that blew my mind there are 10 different types of orca whales so it's not just like an orca is an orca is an orca they can be split into 10 different types um i'm not gonna go into like what each type is because it's like 
type one bigs, type two, type three, northern hemisphere, southern hemisphere, type six ADC. It's crazy and it's like very specific. Um, but um, there are these two like southern and norm northern hemisphere um splits and then within those there's each there's five subcategories um which again is just so crazy and i can like link some articles if you guys want to read about it um and there's a really good diagram that splits them up and kind of gives you diff like what the differences between all of them are um but a little bit about their history so um approximately 250,000 years ago killer whales began to diversify from a single species into the distinctly different um, ecotypes alive today. Um, they started as these like relatively small, um, uh, like only fish eating whales in the Antarctic um, that then they kind of spread all along the all across the world um, and eventually turned into these huge orcas that we know of today that can sometimes and we'll talk about what they eat but can sometimes eat other whales it's crazy they're literally like the biggest predator in the ocean like more than sharks more than great whites more than anything orcas are like the the most um like they're the they're like the top of the food chain in the ocean damn i didn't know that either yeah are Pretty they crazy. like vicious or the yeah. kind uh, I mean, so they're kind of both. It's um, and we'll talk about like their like their personalities in a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, so da -da 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 -da. okay, um, so like I said, there's now at least ten officially recognized what are called ecotypes of killer whales in the wild. Um, these ecotypes have really have different everything, different languages, different cultures, different lifestyles. Um, different genomes like just they're so diverse um and this has taken somewhere between five and nine thousand generations of whales to complete these like 10 different known um orca ecotypes all right that's so, so cool so they're scandinavian whales yeah absolutely 100 like they're they all over yeah, yeah there's norwegian speaking whales for sure out there absolutely absolutely um and they have really great um homes that have like very sleek furniture i'm sure under the sea right um, <laughs> absolutely okay they all shop at ikea um all right so some early history about killer whales they've existed for more than 50 million years um scientists believe that killer whales evolved actually from land dwelling mammals in a process that took millions of years to become the whales that we see today uh i also want to talk a little bit about some folklore about orca whales because i think that this is really interesting um so one thing I, and lore some mystery and lore for megan oh my god now i'm listening i'm scared for you <laughs> we weren't listening at all. Now we are. Uh -uh. Nope. Now here I am. I'm here. <laughs> okay. So many indigenous communities um, along this, I don't know if I'm saying this right, but I think it's Salish Sea. It's in the Pacific Ocean outside of British Columbia. Salish, Salish. I'm not sure how to say it. I think I'm sorry. I think it's Salish. Salish. Okay. Um, they, so uh, um, uh, communities, indigenous communities out there um, tell stories about the creation of killer whales. Um, so they, so there's a tribe again, um, Tula Leap tribe. Again, I am so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, um, but they tell a story about brothers who used to hunt for different types of fish, like seals and salmon and different, um, different types of fish in that sea. Um, and then they share their catch with the community. 
But one day following a disagreement, the brothers decided to leave their home and begin a new life in the waters where they had long been hunters. Um, And eventually these brothers became the killer whales and continued providing seafood um, to the people of the Salish Sea coast during a famine. Um, and their descendants are said to be the southern resident orca whales, which still hunt for this for a very specific type of salmon in the Salish Sea. So there's like a lot of lore about it. And that like these two brothers who were these incredible people in this community um, became these like beautiful orca whales. So I thought that was kind of like a fun and interesting fact. And like, again, a good little bit of folklore um, for for orca whales. But um, if we're looking for more like sciencey modern history stuff, um, so killer whales, it, as far back at before like the seventies, um, actually used to be hunted um, by whalers um, on purpose uh, to protect the fishing industry because there's like a very specific type of salmon called like Chinook salmon um, that most orcas eat specifically. Um, and so they would they would hunt them and kill them or capture them to be put on display and all this terrible stuff. Um, don't but, they eat, don't people eat them as well or did um i i did not look that up i don't have any information on that but i can imagine yes that's probably true um but um so the first so there was no actual like counting there was no actual documentation of how many orca whales existed until 1974 um and the only were able to find and this we're going to talk about like southern residents which are not the southern hemisphere it's the northern hemisphere but like off the coast of california is when like think people first started being like we should know how many of these animals there are because it seems like there's a lot of them um but there was only 71 whales found but again it's in 1974 and i feel like they probably didn't have like great data collection yeah um (laughs) i would hope so but this count came after more than 30 whales had been captured um, and be, to be put on display um, like um, in parks, SeaWorld's E-type displays. Oh. Um, so more than 30 whales, not like display on the top of your like fireplace. Um, but <laughs> I was um, like really painting a weird picture. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's like giant mansion just has like an orca in the middle of it. Like when yeah. you walk in. It's like the wildest taxidermy bill you could ever imagine. Can you even imagine? Like, how much do you think that would cost? Oh, no. Hello, sir. Here's my 11 ton whale. 22,000 pound whale, if you don't mind. That's a nightmare. Don't fuck up their tongue. Pop it out of here. Real quick. And I want it displayed on mahogany. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. You have to cut down a forest. Oh, no. (laughs) Also bad. This is all bad. All of this. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. No, no, no. Please, please, please. Um, Okay. More than 30 whales, blah, blah, blah. Fuck SeaWorld. Okay. Um, So the population slowly kind of rebounded over the course of the next 20 years or so. Around 1995, the population peaked just under 100 whales at about 98 whales. And again, this is like southern hemisphere whales it's not all the orcas in the world this is just a specific count um but by 2001 um uh the increases were nearly erased and only 80 whales remained the most recent count in 2022 counted about 75 whales um but again they live 50 to 80 years so like that's you know probably this whales over the course of this time um okay 
I'm going to talk a little bit broadly about like the group of whales as a whole, and then maybe give some more specifics um, and some interesting facts about orcas at the end. Um, all right. So orcas, they're immediately recognizable by their what? They are all black and they have the little white and then they got a, their tail fins. Yes. So by their black and white coloring, that's like what orcas are known by, right? That's why, what makes them so distinct and so beautiful. Um, do you not see one in real life? I have not. I mean, I've seen one at a fucking SeaWorld thing, I think. Oh, um, when we, but not when we in were in Alaska. Yeah, when we were in Alaska, um, we saw one breach. Was it so, like, just magical? It, it was cool. It was from far away because you can't get, like, too close to scare them. Um, and I'm not going to lie. I was on this cruise, so I was vomiting a lot. So I was, like, a little... <laughs> like not doing well in the moment but um considering all the those factors yeah it was pretty magical i'll have to send you the video it's like wild actually. i bet it is i bet that would be so beautiful i just can't even imagine um Can I do a sidebar we yeah. were taking like a ferry from washington to vancouver and it was oh. like this lovely thing and they're like oh yeah there's gonna be some whales there's gonna be some whales well angelo like doesn't have super good vision he's like there's a whale there's a whale it was just like two people kayaking <laughs> that's amazing like i think everyone on the whole ferry boat like ran to the railing and they're like oh, yeah, like, oh well like nope definitely nope. was not nope. and not even like a porpoise or something no, else we or ruined a, a lot of people's day like just a <laughs> fucking kayaker <laughs> yeah <laughs> with our fake whale sighting at least it wasn't like trash floating in the ocean that he was <laughs> that's like, true that could be worse that could be worse for that's sure. a little worse i was gonna say uh, i think in the right season you could definitely see him up there yeah it, it happens it just didn't just didn't not cross. not for that moment <laughs> no i did see one time i was in mexico and um i was in Zihuatanejo, um, and I did see um, a humpback whale breach. Oh, cool! Like maybe two hundred feet away from me, and it was the scariest, craziest moment of my life because I was like, I was in like a tiny fishing boat that I think Ooh. like don't know why, and I was in the middle of the ocean. Like, and they were like, "We'll take you out fishing for five dollars," and the person I was with at the time was like, "That sounds great," and I was like. I think we're going to get murdered. I think we're going to get thrown to... In retrospect, bad idea. Yeah, it was really bad. But I did get to see some whales breach, so that's pretty cool. That is cool. Okay. Um, All right. So orcas are wickedly smart. They're incredibly social. Um, They have, like, myriad communication sounds. Um, And each pod, like I said, has distinctive noises um, that members of that pod will recognize even from, like, miles and miles away um they use echolocation to communicate and to hunt um which if you don't know what echolocation is it's the making of sounds that travel underwater until they encounter an object and then that sound bounces back to i was gonna say the person that's making it to the animal that's making it um which reveals their location size and shape so it like lets them know is it a big fish? Is it a little fish? Is it a seal? Is it something that's going to like fill me up for a long time? Um, and they also use that to communicate. I just think it's so amazing that they have like basically different languages that they like speak and that like one pod might not understand another pod because of like their specific noises and clicks and things that they make. I think that's so cool. Isn't there a theory right now, like going around that um, they are starting to 
like learn each other's language though? I don't know about that. I don't know that I found any of that in my um, research. And again, I didn't, I didn't go super deep into things, but I would imagine that like, again, if we're talking about like 5,000 to 9,000 like different generations that have created these now distinct pods, I can only imagine that like, that is what happened over the course of time and like pods and like, I'm sure that that's probably something that would happen. So you know how everybody was like, oh, like all the killer whales are like colluding to like tip these boats yes. recently. Like, yes. yeah, I think they started like studying them and they're like finding out that they are communicating like between pods and stuff. Like, I hope they take over and I hope they're they just, like trying to function <laughs> to capsize boats. And I hope they continue to say like, this is our ocean. Get the fuck out of it. I think that's so amazing. Yeah, so I think despite having different languages, they work together to create anarchy, which is something that I appreciate about them. Something that you can get behind quickly. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> into it. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, okay. So, um, continuing about like who they are, like family and, and all of that, um, they're, they have a matriarchal social structure, which we all know I love. You love um, that so much. I do. They are led by a female, so a matriarch. Um, and the pod consists of her offspring and her offspring's offspring. Um, and they sometimes can stay uh, with that same pod their whole lives. And just like, the, it's just like basically a family for their whole lives, um, which is really cool. Um, Another thing that I thought was cool, kind of just like echoing the sentiment of they have distinct noises and languages. They also can have um, distinct body language that's passed down from generation to generation that other pods don't understand or don't know about that like that would be immediately recognizable by a member of their own family, Um, which again is just like wild to think of a whale having like specific body language that another whale would recognize and again i know they're mammals and so i understand like that they how how intelligent they must be but i just think it's kind of wild to to think about that all right um any questions from the gallery (laughs) no but trying to like turning my mic on and off is really fucking me up Uh, yeah (laughs) that's okay you're doing a good job i just tried Um, to say something just now and i fucked it up but i was like that (laughs) And I was like, that's sick. So that's like when you're like, you're like, like us three we would be in a room and you could just like glance at somebody and you're like, yeah, we're on the same page. Like yeah. freaking whales do that, man. Yeah. Which is that's cool. Which, it's crazy because they're fucking whales. Like that's nuts. Um, okay. So a little bit about their, their hunting and their diet. Um, so the diet ranges by type of orca specifically. Um, again, all orcas are carnivores. Um, they're the top of the food chain. They have very diverse diets. Um, I wrote feasting. That must be a copy and paste. Um, feasting on <laughs> anything from fish to penguins, seals, sea lions, squid, seabirds, um, and even other whales. Um, and they use their their so they like I said they can unhinge their jaw kind of like a snake can um, to like get something down in one full bite. So they don't like chew on food the way that we do. They have they have like fifty four inch long teeth um that they like bite down stop 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 stop. what five four inch long teeth 50 five zero five zero four inch long teeth so each tooth is four inches long hey comma four yes 
Okay. Yeah, I misheard that also. I was like, I was oh, like those are long as shit. <laughs> Could you imagine 54 inches? Did you see my no, face? I was trying to eyes. imagine that. I was like, no, I need to clarify. <laughs> oh, I was just going to go with it. I thought that was fucking funny. That's I wasn't going to be one. able to sleep tonight. <laughs> well, that would be like that one fish from Finding Nemo that's down in the dark that has like the angler teeth. fish. The angler yeah. fish. Yeah, that's like yeah. that's kind of like would it be but in a whale form, which would be nightmarish, nightmare fuel. No, then I would never go in a boat ever yeah. in the ocean. That's fair. No, 50, comma, or space, four inch long teeth. Um, okay, they always hunt in pods again um, which can be as large as 40 to 50 whales um, and while different types of orcas use different type of hunting techniques all pods use incredibly effective like cooperation within their hunting techniques um, they kind of um, experts about orcas say that they kind of hunt like how wolves hunt um, like in their packs um, by by kind of like employing different strategies um, so example for, for example when they're hunting fish, Killer whales may use a technique that's known as carousel feeding, um, where they will swim in a circle around a school of fish really, 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 really fast, creating a whirlpool that traps the fish in the center and then just fucking go in and eat as much as they want, which is crazy. Like, imagine seeing that in the wild. That'd be so cool. Um, And then I think what a lot of people have seen on, like, National Geographic and the Discovery Channel and stuff are when hunting marine mammals such as seals um, or other types of whales, killer whales will use a technique known as porpoising, um, in which they swim rapidly through the water, breaching to the surface to take a breath before diving back down to continue their pursuits. So they kind of like chase the animal up and like chase them down until they get too tired. And then like sometimes we'll jump in the air and like slam down on them. Um, and then I've seen another technique that I don't know what it's called and I didn't have time to look it up, but where they will swim really, really fast to like a seal or a sea lion that's on a piece of ice um, and then stop when they get underneath them so that the wave, which is so strong from their current, will actually like lift the ice up and push the seal into the water and then like chase the seal that way. Um, It is unbelievable. I will try to find a video of it and post it to our social media because when you see them working together like this, it's crazy. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, dude, that's sick. Yeah. I would be so so scared. It'd be so scary, but it would be really, I think, unbelievable to see in person. I think it would be like, something that is indescribable not if you're um, a seal yeah i guess if you're a seal that's really truly a bad day. the bad that <laughs> sucks bad that is a bad day yeah and it's like like this motherfucker is pushing me off this ice because yes. he is such a chunk yeah. he's able to hit me off of it and, and we then, can also go and just eat those penguins all together and that would be a dream but we can't because you're trying to kill me, you orca. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. They could make some peace, but they won't. Um, okay. Because they're anarchists. Because, <laughs> again, they are anarchists. Um, okay. Continuing on about reproduction. So um, a little bit about um, orcas. Mothers give birth every three to ten years. So, again, they live for 50 to 80 years, and they will give birth every three to ten years. And, like, will continue to do so even as they age and age and age. Um, well, how long are they pregnant for? 17 months. No. Fuck that. 
That's way too long. 17 months. Okay. No wonder they're know, so mad all the time. Okay. But <laughs> do you, do you know that humans, Megan, I think you probably know this, Berkey. I feel like you probably know this too, just cause you're weird and you know lots of things, but, um, do you know, True. I mean that in the kindest way, um, do you know that humans, like we are the only mammal that gives birth to their young before they are able to like functionally walk on their own and like, or like crawl or like move around on their own. We are the only mammal that does that. Like even chimpanzee babies comes out, come out and like can move and swing and grab and whatever. And like, they aren't just, um, they aren't like just like little potatoes when they first come out. And that's because when we started being bipedal and not being on all fours anymore, the size of our pelvis changed. And so we weren't able to birth a baby's head out of our birth canal because like the birth canal became so much smaller um, when we started standing on two feet that that's why our um, gestation is so much shorter. It used to be, so like many, many years ago, we probably had a very, a longer gestation where our children would come out maybe at like 18 months old, like walking. So like theoretically we might've had a 16 to 18 month gestation, um, like pregnancy, but before our pelvises could no longer handle that. I think we evolved because it would suck to be pregnant that long. And now we have men that can take care of the babies when we don't (laughs) want to do it. Are we there yet? Do we? I mean, I feel like I'm like getting pretty close, though. I have a husband who who could do that, but I don't want to say that all men can take care of babies. I don't well, want to say that that's the number one. Theoretically, thing theoretically. Okay, theoretically. Yeah, I think they're not out hunting and gathering. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> not. Most of to them be, are not. I just want to be clear. I just um, googled our uh, whales anarchists, and I got <laughs> I got an why article. Why? called dolphins and their anarchist communist agenda (laughs) it's really (laughs) fucking good of course they are i feel like i'm gonna make you fall in love with the orca whales here i mean i already liked them but now i'm really into them (laughs) new Um, age dolphinism (laughs) that's a great band name band name i call it (laughs) that's good yeah Okay. Um, I want to be in that band. A little bit more about reproduction. Um, just, just so, like, just as not, like one thing I think that makes sense because they're a matriarchal society is um, the mother will, um, like, their child will stay with stay with them sometimes throughout their whole life, um, but a lot of times, like, the if the female has another female, that female will go off and kind of create her own pod. Um, so pretty crazy, but they're incredibly close, um, and it's really devastating when a child or a, or a baby whale gets taken away from its mother because they like don't know how to function um, because they feel like a part of their soul has like truly been like ripped away from them because that's how close they are um, throughout their young years. So it's really sad. So that moves me to my next um, conversation. Um, orcas. Um, I am almost done, Michelle. Michelle just texted our group and said, we're already at one hour and we're not even close to being done. Um, doesn't matter. This is interesting. Okay. Orcas in captivity. So I actually... I mean, I can save my topic for next time also. Yeah. I actually am almost done. It's okay. I probably have about 10 minutes left. So we're, we're okay. You. I, I do. No, I didn't know I was going to get called out. I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Too bad. You can't do you literally. Like that. T- I saw you on this video chat typing. And yes. then you handed... And then you held you it up. your phone. Like, look at this. Oh, did you get a new phone case? I did. Isn't it cute? It's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. 
I didn't see these broads today. So now I'm like catching yeah. up. Look at, and um, it's a purple pop socket. And it's like my other uh, one. And it's a magnet. Isn't that so, it's so smart. Cause then you can take it off. But I really like, like simple. Like the simple Do you really green. like the pop socket? I can't get on I, board with it. I do. I do. But I didn't like it when it would like stick to the back of your phone mm-hmm. and like you couldn't take it off. So I like this that like I can have absolutely nothing on it if I want to or I can have the pop socket. So I think like that's a really nice feature. If is it looking, magnetic? Yeah. So oh, like my, ca- my case is magnetic and then this is magnetic. Oh, uh, that's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was, so that's derailment. Um, but okay. Blah, blah, blah. Captivity. Okay. Sorry. It's, becoming, it's okay. It's become increasingly clear that orcas do not thrive in captivity. I think no. everybody, if you've seen the movie Blackfish, the documentary Blackfish, if you haven't seen it, you've and seen you're not, Free Willy. Have you seen Free Willy? Yes, but also Blackfish is a nightmare. And if you're not I into like devastating, fucking awful, miss, like inhumane treatment of animals, don't watch it. If it's, you're not into it, if you're not into, <laughs> if you're not going to be. I mean, yeah, what no, the same sentence. Hard pass. I don't, I'm not into it. Who I actually, those movies You just said me... that was a question that came know, out of your face. But now you I'm phrased, saying, oh my God, what you I'm phrased who, it wrong. Who would go, I think I'm really into that. Like, that's crazy. I'm Although, just, I don't want to put a pass that this world is filled with psychopaths. Though, I, so, nice. so I, I never watched movies like that because every time I do, I like become a vegan for like a year or something uh-huh. and I just don't have time in my life for that right now. So, uh-huh. like, I don't, I didn't watch that one, but I can just imagine and yeah, I don't want anything to do with it. So, okay, the long and the short of orcas in, cap- in captivity, um, they just effectively get so incredibly bored and they're so fucking stressed out because they aren't in their big pod of 40 to 50 people. It's like one or two whales um, that they have. They develop what's called um, zucosis, which is kind of like ICU psychosis basically um, where they like do these like repetitive patterns of activity that have absolutely no obvious function. Um, And then they can even, um, have these like psychotic episodes that where they like self mutilate themselves. They will like rock back and forth or sway back and forth. Um, and it's all related to the fact that they are so fucking stressed out and they're in tiny inappropriate habitats. Um, and this has been documented very well from like the early 1980s. Um, and because they're kept in these like artificial groups, um, they they don't then they can't understand how to get back into the wild so it's kind of like you can't be like oh let's free them now let's like get them back into the wild and they'll be okay they like can't um go back and be with pods and a lot of times pods won't accept them back into their community because they are like who the fuck are you where have you been for 80 years um so it's so devastating so Um, they don't have friends they don't have any friends and then everybody's like oh but their friends are their trainers and it's like no they're fucking not they're (laughs) whales and they are not like i'm not friends with my landlord okay yeah yeah. So, okay. So Tillicum, I just want to talk a, really quickly about Tillicum. He is the, he is the whale and blackfish that is covered in like that documentary. He was ca- held in captivity for years and he was also moved from captivity to captivity from like SeaWorld to this one, to this one, like all over the place. He had no, um, what word am I looking for? Like continuation of care. Consistency. Um, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And he ended up killing two of his trainers. Um, so 
I'm like I said, did he did they so, listen is deserve the right word? I don't know because they were very yes. young. They were 21 Kill and the 27. Rich. Um, they were 21 and 27. Um, I feel like that's too young to be a fucking dolphin trainer. Yeah. Good callback to being a dolphin. Great job. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. my God. What are no, doing? Dolphin. <laughs> that's right. Dolphin, though. There are dolphins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, yeah, I meant to do that. Um, I mean, I think, no, I think that's the right age. Wait, what was the first one? 27. And 21 seems young. Well, so that's she probably was, like an intern or something, right? So she was. So she yeah. was like an intern that was trying to like make money while she was like going through college to be um, a marine biologist oh, and, okay. and things like that. Um, and so he... Um, like the story with her is that like she fell into the whale in like uh, pool, enclosure. I guess, enclosure. Um, and he just came up and fucking ripped her leg and dragged her down until she was unconscious, and then like threw her around in the pool in front of Sea World viewers. Like this oh, was in no. front of Sea oh World viewers. God. Maybe yeah. he was trying to play with her. No, what? he was yes. trying to kill her. <laughs> Well, it, was, it wasn't for fun. It was for killing. Like he was pissed, and he was like, "Absolutely, I'm gonna fucking kill you." But no, eat her. Did he eat her? He didn't eat her in terms of like he didn't swallow her. But there was parts of her that were not there anymore. Um, that I think did go down his body and like go oh, into his body. What year but, was this? Um, oh god, I didn't look up the year. I'm so sorry, but I think like I think the early 2000s. Um, oh shit. I didn't yeah. think it was going to be that recent. Yeah, I think uh, so. 20, yeah, I'll look it up. You keep going. Okay, and there's and I don't I didn't tell you the story of the 27 year old because I was so horrified by the story of the 21 year old that I was just like, and another man died. Um, and so it was <laughs> very Fair. sad. But also, Dawn Dawn is her name was killed okay. in 2010. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the other one was after that. The 27 year old I thought was after that. She was the first victim. I thought. Oh, fuck. I thought this happened at the same time on the same day. No. He was just so pissed. He's like, I'm taking all these motherfuckers down. My imagination is wild. Anarchy! (laughs) Anarchy! They were listening to Anti-Flag that day, and he was just riled up, ready to go. He was in his feelings. Nobody asked him how his day was. He was Um, having in his punk moment, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, but also, so the other thing that's like just fucking nuts though. And the reason why, like, I, I'm not saying I go, I get why he did it because he's a whale and you can't like, you know, anthropomorphize like a a whale, but, um, you can go, they used to drug him, put him in a holding area and then take his sperm out of his body and then put that sperm in other female whales and he what's called siring um that's what like being a father to other or like um mating like i guess it's called is like yeah like it's called siring yeah, i he think they call that in dogs too 21 other calves 21 other orcas Damn. but they would like that he wouldn't even get to fuck they just like we're like we're taking your sperm while you're fucking drugged um and it's just like he's brilliant like right these animals are so smart and they're so in touch with like language and communication and all of this stuff like of course he's pissed and of course he turns into a psychopath like that's he's a mammal mammals have incredibly intelligent brains that's a nightmare so um you know captivity not ideal glad that sea world and places like that are kind of closing down and like not just money making on like animals sadness um okay then the last thing that okay. I'm talk about yeah sorry um You're fine. 
Alex Martinez, 29, was killed. Um, was killed in 2009. Um, By Tilikum specifically? Huh? By Tilikum? I don't know. It just says by an orca whale. I don't. This might be a fucking different story. <laughs> yeah, but again, um, in captivity, sad. And it says how SeaWorld orca Keto, no Keto, yeah, brutally killed trainer, ripping his organs and crushing him before playing with his body. Yes. And that's in 2009. And then that other girl. What did I say? Was many carbs? Yeah. Do you think it's because they didn't give him any carbs with a name like, like keto? Yeah, they were like, I'm no, so just mad. They were like, no, keto, just eat the sardines. He's like, give me the fucking bread. He's like, I see you with your goddamn sourdough avocado toast, bitch. I want it. Give me the avocado toast. Absolutely. You fucking millennials. Uh, uh, he's a boomer. He's a boomer for sure. Keto's a boomer. <laughs> Um, okay, so just some interesting orca facts, and then I'll be done. Um, orcas have uh, what is called a saddle patch, which is that white marking behind their big, long dorsal fin. Um, and those are what um, are used to identify orcas because every single one of them is different and can be utilized in the same way that, like, a human's fingerprint can be utilized. They have um, Nice. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um <clears throat> One thing that's interesting about all dolphins, but orcas also, is they um, they kind of, quote unquote, sleep with one eye open. Um, so the way that dolphins sleep is by shutting down half of their brain while the other half stays awake um, in a form of sleep known as unihemispheric sleep. Um, so they need, so orcas have to remember to breathe or they will die. Um, and so they like actively have to go, I have to breathe now. I must breathe. It's time to breathe. Um, so when they are sleeping, they have to keep one eye open, um, one half of the brain open while the other one is asleep. So that like that half of the brain stays alert, controls breathing. Um, and so that's why they say dolphins sleep with one eye open, which I just think is very funny. Um, that's wild. Shit. I know. I know. Um, Dude, how that, stressful would that be to have to think about breathing? Yes, all the time. I and, would die in one day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Michelle would definitely die in one day. One hour. <laughs> one yeah, hour. I would say a very short period of time, actually, that you're going to die. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay, researchers have noted that orcas like music, such as violins and flutes, um, and some orcas seem to have a really good sense of humor. So that's why, like, people who see orcas in captivity, like, where they're laughing and joking and playing and doing things, they're like, oh, they're just like us. And it's like, no, they're killer whales. Um, okay, and then the name killer whale comes from um, the original name whale killers, which was given the, given to them by sailors back in the olden days that saw them actively hunting other whales. So they were like, those are, those whales are whale killers. And then the name kind of morphed over the years into killer whales. Um, and then the last thing that I'm going to say that's awful and makes me go, these poor fucking female matriarchs, um, orca whales can go through menopause. Um, so when they reach a certain elderly age, um, they experience menopause and like have the same off not the same but like have symptoms of menopause like forgetfulness and things like that so i just think that that is kind of a wild thing and again they're mammals but only um only humans 
Short-finned pilot whales and orcas are mammals that go through menopause. No other mammals do. Um, so I just, again, thought that that was really crazy. Wow. And again, so that's it on orcas. This is just brushing the surface on orcas. You guys, I could have gone on for another three hours. Um, but I just think that they're fucking majestic and so cool. And like, there's so much interesting stuff about them that I, you know, was happy to share with you guys. That sounds that sick. Was- that was fascinating. Nice work. Thank you. I know that was a long time. Now, I also, did we start recording with just me and you? And so maybe we're not actually at an hour? For- no, bitch, we're at an hour. Oh, yeah. shit. All right. Well, I'm happy to listen to a, to um, Megan if you have a shorty. You think you got like um, a 15-minuter? I could, I could, I think I could make it. I mean, you don't minutes. have to rush it. We're already here. Let's go. We're <laughs> already fair. here. Dang, how am I going to read my Word document and see your beautiful faces? Uh, all right. Well, I have go. a split screen going. I, all right, yeah, I, I see that. that. Wait, you guys don't, don't have dual to... monitors? Fuck you. Why would you not have a dual monitor? Because I'm in my basement. Okay, I, I mean, that's wild. I don't even know how to make split screens. One day I'll learn. Okay, so uh, I'm going to do something weird and mysterious let's go um, i'm so excited so i read Ooh. some articles i also listened to a podcast on spotify called supernatural with ashley flowers is it good and it was good she did it. a really super good job oh, i just okay. sort of I'm like google is there a podcast so i can i can send it to you so Today, I am going to talk to you about um, the mysterious Pollock twins and um, if perhaps they are um, reincarnated versions of their older sisters. Stop it. What? Yeah, it's weird. Wait, are you telling me that you have another one filled with mystery and lore? (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stay okay, away from it. Then is not over. Despite the snow, it is only one day after Halloween. It's it's never over in my heart. Um, Did so that that the line. Did you hear that? <laughs> yes. Good. Um, the concept of life after death, particularly reincarnation, has captivated human interest throughout history. So the story of the Pollock twins. Um, well, actually, the Pollock sisters, born in 1946 and 1951 in Hexham, England, presents compelling evidence supporting the idea of reincarnation. So let's talk about them. So the Pollock family comprised of John and Florence, four sons and two daughters. They were Catholic, obvi, right? Shocker. Right. So they lived in Hexham, England. They ran a grocery and milk delivery business. I'm sorry. Um, I just Googled these girls and they look like children from the corn. Yeah, they look creepy. They look like from a from a murder docu. Well, it kind of okay. sounds like that might be where we're headed a little yeah. bit. Well, so, I'm just saying they, they fit their aesthetic. It's not it's not murder, but they do die. So um, they experienced a, a tragedy in 1957 when their daughters, Joanna, who was 11, and Jacqueline, who was six at the time, lost their eye, their lives in a terrible car accident. Casey just held up her phone and took a picture. A picture of all of us. Yeah, sorry. Had to. Oh, okay. um, that's sad, though. That's really sad. I was actually going to comment. That's really sad. It is sad. So they were fucking walking to Sunday school. 
Oh. With a friend of theirs. Little, that's, I think his name was Anthony. So that's why you they, don't go to church. That's right. It's fucking dangerous <laughs> to go to church. I mean, this could be another topic about how dangerous the church is, but <laughs> we will not get into that today. But we are talking about Joanna and Jacqueline. Okay. Okay, let's may they rest. For dude. There's a lot of names, though, with J's, so we're going to get confused here in, like, two seconds. But these are the sisters. These, these are, the, are sisters. the sisters, 11 and eleven six. and 6. They okay. get hit by a car. The car was being driven by this woman um, named Marjorie Wynn. She crashed into them, pinned them against a wall, and they were killed instantly. Mm-hmm. While she was driving, she was high on aspirin and seizure medication hold on stop stop what year what year is this 57 1957 and she was high on aspirin asa asa and seizure medication so she was trying to take her own life because recently her two daughters were taken away from her in a custody battle with her husband so she's like i'm going to in my life, she sees these two girls on the sidewalk, and and the father thinks she purposefully <gasps> drove into them to kill them in some sort of like karma sort of idea. That's a fucking nightmare. That's it is awful. And you know what's even worse? She fucking lived. Oh, uh, I know. She went to a mental facility, but she lived. Which and I mean, sucks. like that's devastating, and I'm so sad for her like life and all of that. But like. Uh, fuck you have the day you deserve that's fucking crazy nightmare so despite um the family's grief uh the parents were named florence and john i don't remember if i said that or not because i'm sort of not reading my notes (laughs) so florence and john they are super sad and despite their catholic beliefs john the dad insisted that his daughters were going to be reincarnated for whatever reason, he just had this feeling. Okay. So Florence, the mom, she's like, uh-uh, I'm Catholic. Definitely not. Like, I don't believe in that. But okay, if you want to, that's fine. Regardless, she decided, okay, I'm going to pack up all the girl stuff. I'm going to put it away. I don't want to see it anymore. It's too sad. So despite this, they ended up getting pregnant the next year. Mm. And John is stoked. He's like, it's twins. I know it. It's going to be Joanna and Jacqueline, and they're going to be reincarnated. I know it. And Florence is like, ah, I don't think so. Even the doctor's like, sir, we only hear one heartbeat. Like, you're crazy. Um, but turns out in October of 1958, John was right. They have twins. They have two twin girls, and they named them Jillian and Jennifer. That's crazy. Damn. That's like kind of fucking scary. Right? I don't know know. why that's scary, but it just it feels like he's so crazy that like he somehow willed this to be. Right. And they they don't even have family history of twins in their family. Yeah, that's so weird. This is is strange. So no one believed him. And I I mean, even the doctor saying no, I feel like it's like a bit creepy. Yeah, absolutely. Continue. Um, so Jillian and Jennifer are now born and they begin to see all these different examples of, of how it could be Joanna and Jacqueline 
reincarnated. Okay. So the first example is distinctive birthmarks. Both. I have to look back at my thing. I don't fucking even remember. I can't even keep the kids straight. Okay. Joanna and Jacqueline, they are the deceased ones. And Jillian and Jennifer are the The twins. Kids, the twins. So both Jillian and Joanna had matching birthmarks. They had the same dark thumbprint shaped birthmark on their hip in the exact same spot. But even. Are they identical twins? Did you say that? Um, well, or, Jillian is the alive one and Joanna is the dead one. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. So the, the new, the new twin has the sister's birthmark in the exact same spot. The dead wow. sister's Yes. Birthmark. But even more fascinatingly, Jennifer, the new twin has a birthmark on, on her forehead. It's like a line going off her forehead, which is identical to, um, a scar that Joanna had on her forehead from when she fell on a bucket. When she I don't was think great. I want to hear anymore. You know what? That was great. I'm Turns out it is a short one. Turns uh-uh. out that's Dude, that's good. only example one. I got about like seven. Fuck, that's so, so crazy. So staying in the physical realm, in addition to the birthmarks, their statures were very similar. Joanna and Jillian were both very thin and they walked with their feet turned out and then Jacqueline and Jennifer were a little bit on the heavier side. So they just look the same. Um, So next their behavior. So despite being twins themselves, Jillian and Jennifer exhibited behaviors and preferences closely mirroring those of Joanna and Jacqueline. They instinctively favored the same toys, clothes, and they almost were like acting as if they were their dead sisters. So did, did any of them, and I'm sorry if I'm going ahead, but did, did did either of the twins ever be like, Jillian said to me, blah, blah, blah. Like, did they ever have any like, like paranormal communication? Like, well, with dead sisters? Fucking kid shit. So we'll get, we'll get there. Okay. okay. So another example of this. So remember I told you the mom put away all like the toys and the clothes yeah. and stuff. So at some yeah. point they bring out, the box of toys and then the girls act like they were their toys and they both instinctively picked out the sisters deceased sisters belongings grace is waving goodbye she's turned off her fucking microphone she's done i'm leaving i'm gonna cry and then the girls are like oh these this is what we got from santa and they're like no 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 these these are these are just old toys. You didn't get these from Santa. And like the parents, they chose to not discuss the sisters because they didn't want to tell oh, them about it. So the twins have no fucking idea. Well, they, they know that there were sisters, sisters and they passed away, but that's it. They don't know. They don't know they don't anything talk else anymore about it. about it. They don't talk anymore about it. I mean, so they say. I mean, I'm sure there could have been instances, and I'll get to this, like, you know, part of, like, the skepticism part of it. Um, But they say that they were very cognizant of not discussing the sisters, but I'm sure they did. Maybe when they weren't, when they didn't realize or if they didn't notice that the kids were there. Or something like that, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, they were like, oh, they're in bed, but they were being sneaky little bitches snacks from the kitchen that's how oh my I god definitely going for fucking did you guys snacks. ever do that when your parents like left you with a babysitter 
like go down and like beg your babysitter. I'll never forget I babysitter. Her name was Carrie. She was so sweet. And um, I would, my parents would like go out for the night or do whatever. And it would be like 9 PM and I would supposed to be asleep. And I was like eight years old. And I would always go down and be like, I'm scared. And then she would just let me lay on the couch and eat Cheetos with her while like laying on her. It was like the, oh, yeah. truly the best night of my life. She'd be like, do you want some Cheetos? And I'd be like, fuck yeah, Carrie, I want some Cheetos. I am nine years old. Absolutely. I'd like to eat that entire bag. He's fucking smart. That's awesome. And Carrie was like, I'm 13. I don't give a shit either. No, Carrie was like 16. She was oh, honestly God. the best babysitter that we ever had. She was so nice and Aww. so sweet. And like, I still remember this like to this day, like she was a very comforting, like sweet, wonderful person. But I, but like we could also talk her into anything. Like we could be like, my tum tum hurts. I think I need six pounds of chocolate. And she'd be like, sounds good. Let's go in the candy drawer. <laughs> she just didn't what a care. sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, continue. Okay. okay, so now there's other examples where the girls are familiar with places that they actually haven't been before. So we talked about they lived in Hexham, but when the girls, when the twins were nine months old, they moved to Whitley, England. Um, but when they went back to visit again, when they were like four, the little girls were like, oh, that's our favorite park. And that's the school we used to go to. And they're like, the parents are like, what are you, you haven't been here since you're nine months old. That certainly is not your school. You've never been to that park. So how could they know that? Magic. I don't they, know, but I, I know. don't like it. Also, they were very, very afraid of cars without having known that their sisters were killed in a car accident. Like inappropriately so, afraid of cars, like where yes. you're kind of like, this is not normal, acceptable yes, behavior. Like they frequently had nightmares um, about being hit by a car. Oh, my God. Um, and they also would grab onto one another and shake in fear when a car came too close to them and scream out that you're going to be hit. Oh, that's so weird. That's so weird. And <clears throat> I sort of saved the, the creepiest example for last. So one day, Florence, the mom, caught Jillian and Jennifer playing, and they were talking about the accident that killed their older sisters. So... um. Florence saw Jennifer laying on the ground with her head in Jillian's hands. And Jillian says, I can see blood on your face. It's from where the car hit you. The blood is coming out of your eyes. Oh, my God. So on the day of this accident. How the fuck old were they? When, when they, this was happening? I, if I had to guess, based on this next guy that we're going to talk about, um, the scientist that gets involved, I believe they were probably within, you know, five to eight years old when they're playing this game. Out of here. That's and like so super creepily, like even though the girls were killed like instantaneously, I guess one of the paramedics on that day put a bandage over, over Jacqueline's eyes where they were bleeding from. So I don't, I don't know what to do with this information. This is crazy. <laughs> So so then they decide to get um, a, a scientific researcher named Dr. Ian Stevenson involved. Um, he was super drawn to the Pollux twins because he was a very highly renowned um, for his research in reincarnation studies. Even for skeptics, they were like, all right, this guy like has like a little bit of a point. So he even featured them in a book called Children Who Remember Previous Lives, A Question of Reincarnation. 
So he finally meets with them in 1964 and he can't observe their memories, but he is obviously able to interact or I'm sorry, observe their interactions with one another. Um, And fascinatingly, in people who are considered to have been reincarnated, he said that memories disappear and children forget their past lives between the ages of five and eight. And this is referred to as childhood amnesia. And age seven, just for like normal people, is when people can start to restore and retrieve memories like adults, which is weird because I, I thought it would be much younger. I didn't fact well, check that, but I just read it in. When well, I might have heard first, it in the podcast. When is your first memory from? <clears throat> I feel like I might have been three or four, but also like a memory have, though like, that like you can recall for sure that you're like definitely that's a memory and not just my mom telling me the same story about bunnies over and over again. I feel like I have like a pretty good memory about like when I was probably like five, four and a half, five. Yeah. My earliest, earliest memory is when I was two, and it's only oh, about wow. an eight-second-long memory. And it's I just had this little tiny, like stuffed animal bunny toy mouse thing, and I was sitting on my stairs in my old house. That's why I know it's a real memory, is because it was my old house, and I remember like what the what the toys looked like, and I've like clarified this with my parents that like yes, that's what our toy room looks like. And I just take this little animal and I place it right in the corner of the stairs, and then I just look at it. And, like, I remember what the stairs looked like. And I remember what, like, everything surrounding oh, me looked wow. like. But it's only, like, an eight-second memory. And it must have, like, for some reason been, like, I must have been very excited about this little bunny toy mouse thing, whatever it was, that I was, like, putting in the stairs. Like, I'm going to leave you there. And I don't know why, but that's the <laughs> earliest memory. But then after that, I don't, like, I feel like I realistically don't remember anything until I was, like, five. Yeah, because, well, I just distinctly remember... Um, we would go visit like my uncle. He lived in Atlanta and we went to the World of Coke. I was just talking about the World of Coke yesterday. Um, but yeah, I can like distinctly remember like getting soda from the fountain the fountain drinks at like the World of Coke. That's cool. I like that. That's a good memory. I feel like that's one of my first memories. I don't remember anything before that. Maybe I'm I'm also kind of dumb and forgetful. (laughs) No, but isn't that also so sad that like you don't have memories before that? Like all of the memories that your like parents have or that like you did do and you like don't remember any of those things. Like it's kind of sad. I don't know. Like I wish that we could have better recall. Anyway, sorry, Megan, continue. So that's okay. (laughs) Five to eight, seven is when they start remembering, but five to eight, they like forget their past life. Yeah. So yes, I presume when he came to talk to them, it was about that time. Um, so sort of strangely, though, it wasn't until 1978 until Dr. Stevenson decided to run any testing on the twins. So specifically, he drew labs to, de- to determine if they were identical or fraternal twins. And it turns out Jillian and Jennifer are identical. But they look different. But and they, they have look- different birth- birthmarks. Uh-huh. So this is like theoretically, genetically impossible for them to look so different and to be so different, which is wild. Wow. My mind is blown. I mean, I'm... So everybody just assumed they were fraternal twins because they did not look alike. Correct. But turns out they... They were not. I know. So, I mean, and I feel like I could be pretty skeptical about this, even despite these things, because it just seems like insane, right? Um, Yes. 
I agree. <laughs> it does seem insane. Uh, but so the skeptics, they propose that patient, that the parents may have inadvertently influenced the twins shaping their beliefs. Um, but nevertheless, the parents insist that they never discussed the, the deceased daughters in front of the twins. That's what I was kind of thinking because this this dad seemed like super mm-hmm. like, right. I he probably biased some shit, right? Yeah. But I, and also, they had four brothers. No one ever mentions the four brothers. Yeah. Oh, so like yeah. What about the brother being like, them, like? I liked my other sister better than you, mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. yeah, like oh yeah, you're gonna get killed in a car crash, you just know, like, like the sisters did. Yeah, right. I could see mean ass think- brothers doing that. I think some of those things it's very reasonable to go. Yeah, that's weird. Like that's a strict, like the, of course the parents, of course the brothers, of course there's some sort of like um, bleed over into your conversations. I think that's all really reasonable. I think it's really fucking strange that they look and act just like the other sisters have the same markings, birthmarks, areas of their body that are, I think that is unexplainable in a way. I also think it's kind of beautiful. Like, what if those sisters fucking kissed them on their way out and were like, hey, mm-hmm. mom and dad missed the fuck out of us. So here you go. We're going to give them a little memory. Like, there is something super yeah. special and magical about that. And like, yeah. very creepy and scary, but also very lovely, I think. Yeah. But also, like, could these parents have been so sad and guilt-ridden that they're just seeing these things and maybe even, you know, imagining them to be true? Yeah, like the birthmarks aren't even, like, accurate. And they're like, I remember she had a freckle right there and it looks almost exactly the same. And it's like, no, it's not the same. That's She didn't have that or it was a bruise or it was this. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think that's fair. So That's I mean cool. I think I think it's a it's a pretty decent case, you know, um suggesting you, wh- the possibility of reincarnation. What's the name again of the family? The Pollocks, P O L L O C K. Cool. That's awesome. That's really fucking cool. Well, Tracy believes in reincarnation, don't you? Don't you, Trace? Yeah, bro. I've been alive a ton. Yeah. A ton. So you should I, believe in this. I hope. Oh, I I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's really beautiful. I love the idea. I don't know. I don't know that this sounds like reincarnation necessarily to me. I think it's probably the most um, scientific thing that I've heard about reincarnation. That isn't just someone's feelings. Like, I think it's the most, um, I like that there was somebody who was like, let's draw some blood. Let's check out some things. Like, let's see if we can recreate something. Like, I think that's really interesting. Um, But this it really it kind of sounds I feel like it just kind of sounds really lovely and beautiful that like the sisters missed their parents and wanted to maybe give them a little piece of themselves that they couldn't have anymore I don't know I think I believe in stuff like that for sure that someone goes like hey I just want to I want to let you know I'm okay like signs from people that you love that have passed and you know things like that I think that Stuff like that is very, very true and very real. Um, I also really, really do believe in re- reincarnation. I, that's what I think deja vu is 100%. So, oh, um, I was going to talk about deja vu, but another time. A bunch of bullshit. I don't know. Uh, I can't. No, maybe I'll skeptical. talk about it. I want, somebody to, it. I want somebody to talk about it because I think it's crazy. Yeah, I think so too. Cool. Well, it's it's Maggie, that was really guys. 
Fun. That was a cool, oh, fun thanks. shorty. I love that. Yeah. Good. Very I'm glad. Good from killer whales, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. Fair. Cool. All right, what do well, we got for Would You Rather is Berkey? Yeah. I didn't see anybody. Uh, nobody, nobody messaged our Instagram vote. Um, Would no You Rather one. Wednesday. Um, hey, maybe next time. Fail. Maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next time. <laughs> we'll check, the, um, check back next week. We'll check back next week. Yeah, Would You Rather Wednesday is going to become a thing. So everybody follow follow along there and send in your Would You Rathers. But um, our resident Michelle has a, a few I'm sure up her one. sleeves. So let's yeah. go. All right. Um, would you rather live in one country, a new country um, every month or never go on vacation again? Uh, when you say never go on vacation again, like, am I not allowed to just like go to like California either? No, I, I don't stay in Illinois. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay. Um, I'll give you, yeah, you can travel around the continental 48 states. You can't go to Hawaii or Alaska. Alaska. What? Um, I would say in this stage of my life with my kids and all our shit, I'm going to have to fucking live here. Yeah. Oh, they're grown. Fuck that. Ew. Yeah. I read this and I was like, easy. New country. Duh. I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on Megan's team. Yeah, it's too hard with kids. And then you have to learn a new language. You have to get a new house. You have to start a new school. And they have to no. get used to a new thing. And then there's going to be... The, no, it's too hard. Too much. No, I'm going to I'm gonna fast. stay here. Because I can go to Florida. And then I can go to Montana. And I can see the mountains. And I can see the ocean. And that's okay. And that will be fine. That sounds so lame. Ew. <laughs> Except for Montana. I love Montana. I will. I love Montana. Yeah. Montana's amazing. Um, there is a lot of cool shit to see in America, but uh, I don't know. I, if it was just me, if it was only me or just me and Phil, then I would definitely say a new country every I, single yeah. I think For even sure. if I had a kid, I'd be like, sorry, Braj. Let's I go. think that's true yeah. about you, too. I think that's very true about you, too. <laughs> I've been in this state for like three months. Like, how long has it been since I went somewhere? And I was like, like two hey. weeks. Two weeks? Did you just get back from somewhere? Two oh, I was, I was in Tennessee, not that yeah, long ago. But what I'm saying is, I'm already like, this is terrible. I need to leave. <laughs> and I haven't gone on vacation in four years. And I'm I like, would die. Oh, I'm okay. Here we oh, are. No, no. <laughs> All right. I got, I got the real one. This is okay. the main event. Okay. Would you rather? Hold on. Uh-uh. We're not doing bivvies, right? Are we talking about fucking bivvies? No. Okay. Right. Oh, you said main event, and I got you real. You did say main work. event. Main event, bitches. Would you rather climb Denali? Do we all know what Denali is? No. Oh, you're going so niche, my guy. Oh, so niche. It's the largest mountain in North America, you fucks. It's the okay. third highest peak in the world. What, am I climbing it with ropes and shit? Well, it's non-technical climbing. Do I know how to climb? Oh. Yes, you know We're how to climb. It? Can we walk so it? Crazy. All right, I'll give you the... Fuck you. Listen, these are the details. Okay. Denali is 20,310 feet above sea level, and you're going to get an elevation gain of 18,000 feet. Okay. This Yo. climb slash hike will technically be higher elevation gain than climbing Everest. Okay. So despite or, Everest being a taller peak, this one actually okay, what, what's the other the base is more. It's going to take you 18 days. Okay. And you're going to have to ca- carry a 50-pound pack on your back. Okay. You can do that. Or 
you want to you have to go cave diving fuck that climbing that fucking mountain Emma climbed Denali. I knew yeah. it. I knew I'd find a way to get you bitches to climb one day. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna drown us in a cave. Yeah, in a yeah. The, the only, only way. option is drowning. That's it. I mean, you're not gonna, you're not technically, definitely gonna drown. It's just maybe. So I have a huge fear, and sometimes I actually have dreams of this, of like doing those dives in caves where you have to go through small, tight spaces. No, no. no I no. have I have like literal nightmares where like I'm going through those caves and will wake up like <gasps> like it's Yeah. Like spelunking. That shit's scary, man. It's yeah. all scary. Or ha- yes, like going through crevices. Also, who no. was the first person to go spelunking and be like, I'm gonna put my body through the small hole and see where I end up. Who was the first person who went Um, spelunking and said, I'm going to call this spelunking. Let's start there. (laughs) Truly psychotic. Cause who's just like, well, maybe I'll get stuck in there and drown. Maybe I'll get stuck in there and just get stuck. Or maybe I'll come out in another place and it'll be fun. Like the movie, the rescuers. Is that the one? The rescuers down under. Just the rescuers, not the rescuers down under, but just the rescuers with the little girl Penny. Then I don't. And the lady who looks like um, the woman from Annie, and it's kind of like a knockoff of Annie, and she's got the alligators, and they have to go find the diamond. No. And it's in, like, New Orleans. No. I just watched it the other day with with my my daughter, and it's kind of like that. There's, like, a cave diving scene where she could, like, drown, and I was like, this movie is fucking terrifying like, why did i watch this when i was seven year lo- years old and was like look at that cool cave i'm gonna go down there one day like of course i have nightmares now at the age of 36 like that's terrifying so i i love climbing i get very scared in normal caves cave diving underwater uh, makes me want to actually vomit uh, i would never do it can i ask a clarifying question yeah is when I go cave diving, do I have uh, oxygen and tanks and all the things? Yeah, all the regular stuff. Even oh. that's scary. Mm-mm. No. Because I'm an incredibly strong swimmer. Right. I thought you meant I had to hold my breath. And no, I no, no. For a while, but I thought you meant I had to hold my breath down in no, the cave. No, you can scuba. Hmm. But you're gonna have to go through tight crevasses. No, okay, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna climb. Like it's gonna be one of those caves where you have to take the oxygen. Is it gonna get cold at the top of the mountain? Is it gonna be cold? Um, shit. Yes, there's snow. You are traversing over a glacier. Can I? Can I? Can I choose option C, which is sit in a bivy? No, (laughs) it's not part of this. That's off the table. Sit in a bivy with Alex Honnold. No, Mm. off the table. He doesn't need a bivy. He climbs all Capitan in two hours. He doesn't need a bivy overnight like a fucking noob, okay? Wow, he's so cute. Okay. He's the most elite athlete ever. He is the most elite athlete ever. (laughs) You guys, we got to stop talking about Alex Honnold. Name Um, one athlete. Stop. I want you to name one athlete that's done something more impressive than free soloing El Capitan. Go. I mean, I don't know that I can name someone that's done something more impressive than that. Because it doesn't exist. But I do think that there are athletes like Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps is like an incredible athlete. I mean, like he really has broken like all the fucking records. And he's like, his body is literally like a fucking majestic angel thing. I mean, he is like the orcas of times you said majestic So many times, but you know what? You said the stream more every single podcast, Megan. So I get the word majestic. That's fair. (laughs) fair. Is the orca... (laughs) 
of not only climbing but athletes apex predator okay apex oh my predator. god all right well, i hey, gotta go guys i think this was a great pod we're gonna call it call it quits um wait 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 so to be clear i are we climbing denali or what yes we're climbing denali uh-huh, yep. all together in a together. little crew and we're gonna tie our backpacks to each other and it's gonna we're be all gonna die just to be yeah clear. Mm-hmm. together yeah. but together but all together. right all right. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. This was Deep Romance. Um, follow us on Deep Romance Pod on Instagram. Um, look for some Would You Rather Wednesdays. And if you have any topics you want us to cover and or um, anything you want to say about the pod, give us some, you know, if, if anything that we talked about was wrong, which I'm sure a lot of it was, uh, please let us know. You can email us at deepromancepod at gmail.com. Um, otherwise, uh, go deep. And get, get dressed. dressed. <laughs> Good job. We're gonna get there one day. We All need right. Some practice. <laughs> okay. Bye. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>